a bizarre event. This would make a great story. For her, it was the chance of a lifetime. I work for the LAI. I'm an investigative reporter. There's got to be some logical explanation for the burning. But some questions... Get away from me! Leave me alone! ...are better left unanswered. What happened? Are you all right? The woman who jumped. She was my daughter. But now you've come to take her place. Make your fear real. Get it out. It's the night you've been waiting for. Kill the man. Become a whole woman. The night you've been screaming for. It's the final step. Silent Night. Deadly Night. Four. Emaciation. You're one of us now. Join the club. Yo, what's up, everybody? Nez back. Peace Society Podcast. 12 random days of horror. Or 12 random days. 12 random days of Christmas. Uh, all right. Well, this next one is technically horror. But, well, some of the other ones we've been doing have been horror. But anyway, it's just random Christmas films. But anyway, um, Brian and I talked about it when we did our Silent Night, Deadly Night 3. All right. I had to. And... Well, this might be a short episode, everyone, because this movie was just <laughs> Silent Night, Deadly Night Four Initiation. It came out in nineteen ninety. Uh, it's one of those straight to video movies, so it's hour and twenty seven minutes. It's directed by Brian Yuzna, I think that's how you say his name. And this stars the great Clint Howard, Timothy Hinckley. Uh, Nineth Hunter, I think that's her, that's her name. Hugh Frank, uh, Reggie Bannister, uh, Alice Beasley, Maud Adams, uh, Laura Lockhart, um, Glenn Chin, and a bunch of other people. All right. Um, a reporter investigating the bizarre death of a woman who leaped from a building in flames finds her, herself mixed up it in a cult of witches who are making her part of their sacrificial ceremony during the Christmas season. <sighs> okay. This got nothing to do with <laughs> the holiday season. It's it's set in the holiday season. I mean, just, just like Jaws of Revenge, that was set around Christmas. But this is... If you guys remember, at least the first three were kind of dealing with the, the, the Santa killer type deal. These characters came over from the first, second, and into the third film. This one, I'm really unsure on what or who who each player was, but it was uh, it, this one was bad. All right, let me just read some stuff from Wikipedia because this movie was all over the fucking place. Kim Livett is is an inspiring journalist working for Los Angeles I newspaper as a classified ads editor. Her boss, Eli. Seems to give her give all the men in her office the breaks, including her boyfriend Hank. When a woman is discovered dead on the sidewalk, half burned into ashes, and an apartment case of spontaneous uh, human combustion, okay, uh, Kim decides to pursue the 
the story on her own without Eli's approval. While investigating, she crosses paths with FEMA, a used bookstore proprietor whose shop is in the building the woman jumped from. As a gift, FEMA offers Kim a book of feminism and the occult. On Christmas Eve, Kim spends the evening at Hank's family, who is recurrently seeking inside remarks, side remarks about Kim being Jew- Jewish. Later, at her apartment, Kim begins reading the book FEMA gave her and finds a chapter on the fire of Lilith, uh, dissipating a woman engulfed in flames. The next day, Kim arrives at a uh, picnic FEMA invited her to where she meets Catherine Harrison, a self-described old crone, and, a, and young Jane Yania, or whatever I say her last name. They tell her about Lilith Adams' first wife and the spirit of the crawls. All right. Uh, there's more to this story, but it, it was it was all over the place. I mean, again, it's got nothing to do with the Santa Claus killer. It's got nothing to do with the previous story of, of Billy and Ricky. There is a Ricky character in this, but it's not the Ricky you know. It's the great Clint Howard. He plays Ricky Baker. All right, this this chid, um what what is her name? Octopussy. That's all I see her as. Uh, Maude Adams. She plays FEMA. I think that's how you say her name. Uh, she's basically the leader of this coven of witches i i don't know and they need kim to help her help them with some sacrificial thing i don't i don't know what it is i was this movie was so off the wall i wasn't even really paying attention i was kind of like oh my god at least in the the last one which was wacky and stupid but it at least kept my attention to what was going on but this one they needed her to do this uh, sacrifice thing, but she, first she was just trying to figure out who these women are and what was going on. And because in the beginning, uh, there's a lady that like bursts into flames after she falls off a building, and this is when we're introduced to Ricky Clint Howard. He's we think I thought he was just a hobo, but he comes out. And next thing you know, we find out he's involved with this cult of witches. <laughs> so they're just she's other than she's trying to figure out what's going on with this and then she kind of gets lured into fema's uh little witch cult and uh they make her drink some stuff and eat some things and then she starts having these weird visions of this and that and i don't know what what it is with these big giant worm bug things i, I don't know what it was some they were living in this pipe up on the roof of the apartment because ricky reaches in into into one of the pipes and grabs it and then gives it to her they they get Kim and they take her. They were going to do some little um, ritual. They kind of laid her down and all the other girls were around her. And then Ricky brought out these big worm things. And it got, must have crawled in her stomach. And then they cut open a, a rat and held it over and let blood drip all over it. And I was like, what the hell is going on? Uh, the effects of the little crawly worm things. I thought that, that looked pretty. They were practical effects. So I thought that was cool. But it was dumb and then she kind of they let her go and then there's another time they 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 get her again to to do more uh of a ritual and ricky comes out if you guys remember uh clockwork orange the the scene when alex and his little droogies broke into that to them that a uh, writer and his wife and they end up raping his wife that mask that, that alex had on with the big long nose ricky has one of those clint howard has one of those on and then he 
basically rapes Kim. And I did, didn't see the, the, the purpose of this, of this scene, but, uh, she kind of wakes up in her apartment and, and doesn't realize what's going on. And she doesn't know if it's it in her head or what. Um, but I think after that, Ricky had some kind of connection with her. He was basically, uh, her bodyguard. Cause he was always, wherever she was, he was there. Like he would be waiting outside for her. Um, uh, Lily's boy, oh, not, not Lily, uh, Kim's boyfriend, Hank came over one night and they were going to try to get it on. But then uh, when they were about to do it, I don't know how Ricky got in the house, but Ricky was sitting on the edge of the bed watching TV laughing. And then Hank turns around like, what are you doing in here? And ah, they kind of get into a big old fight. And then Ricky pulls out a knife and kills, kills Hank. And uh, he, he doesn't he doesn't go after Kim. She's kind of like this. Well, what? she just runs into the other room. Then this other lady comes in. But she's a part of that whole little cult thing because she still sees Ricky and tells him to get the hell out of there. And then Kim ends up leaving, going to get the police or whatever. Then the next day they come over and they come back to the apartment and goes, he, he was right here. He was dead and there was blood everywhere. But the whole apartment is clean and everything. So <sighs> I don't know what was happening. But then they tried, they were doing, they needed uh, to complete some ritual human sacrifice thing so they stole hank's uh or kidnapped hank's uh, little brother took him up to the apartment uh where it all started or where it was all going on with these witches they ended up taking him to the roof and uh kim was supposed to kill him to complete the spiral the circle i don't know the circle what what whatever the hell that was going on with these witches and but she couldn't do it, and she was like, "No, I can't do it." And Octopussy was telling her, "That's all I see her as." <laughs> she was telling her to kill her, and Ricky was kind of like, "No, no, don't do it." And then uh, he kind of helped Kim, uh, but then he, oh no, uh, and Kit, instead of Kim stabbing the, uh, how was that kid Lonnie or whatever the hell his name is, instead of killing him, she ended up stabbing uh octopusy in the stomach and she fell over and then kim jumped up and tried to run away ricky was trying to protect kim from all the other witches but then um kim pulls out that knife out of her stomach walks over to ricky and guts him and then like really guts him like stabs him in the stomach and then pulls it up and then guts start falling out ricky falls over um kim is she's so whatever they did to her she because there was scenes where there was times her legs looked like they were forming into these warm things and uh while she was up on the roof her hands got together and they were like turning into crazy hands and uh, don't ask me why and <laughs> she shoved her hands inside of um fema uh, octopus's stomach and then it lit on fire i don't know how but she pulled her hands out, and next thing you know, FEMA is just, she's in flames, and then she jumps off the building. So she's dead. Ricky's dead. Guts hanging out. All the other witches are standing there, and they're like, okay, good. Now it's over. And then the movie's over. Credits start rolling. Okay, let me read what it says right here. On the building roof, Kim is asked to stab Lonnie instead of she stabs FEMA. In anger, Fema pulls a knife from her stomach and stabs Ricky. A giant lava 
larva feeds uh, on Ricky as Kim, those are those big worm things. Um, as Kim's legs begin to get hot, Kim hands, um, not, not Kim's hands, not themselves together. Once again, then they start to burst into flames. Kim then stabs her fused hands into FEMA's wound and transfers the curse of the Lilith to FEMA and FEMA dives off the, off the roof, just as her daughter had. Okay. That was her, that was FEMA's daughter in the beginning that jumped off. They were caught on fire. So yeah, that was, that was the end of the movie. It was just all over the place, and I I don't know what the hell was going on. This movie was stupid. I I, I didn't like it at all. I mean, Silent Night, Deadly Night 4, Initiation. If you die before I wake, thank you. Okay. Uh, This movie was just garbage. Um... I assume there's two more movies in this. I probably won't get to them this year. You're going to have to wait the next holiday season uh, for me to get to those. Because this one this one took the cake. <laughs> so, yeah. That, uh, if you have Shudder. Again, I've said this before. There is a fan base for this series. It, I'm not one of them. I'm only a fan of the first two. I'll even give you the third one. Would I buy the third one? No. But at least I can watch it on Shutter if I have to, or if I feel the need to. But yeah, sadly, not Silent Night, Deadly Night Four, Initiation. Uh, yeah. I, I advise you to watch three if you want to watch any any of the other ones. But uh, but anyway, that's it, everyone. I'm out of here. Um, probably the shortest episode this uh, holiday season. So just be safe out there. Have a merry Christmas, and uh, we'll talk to you next time. So until next episode, party on. Oh, <laughs>